Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we bless your name, Lord. We thank you for today. Thank you for your blessed hope that's in you, Lord God. We ask you to bless everyone with your word today. Those who have come to hear your word, let them be blessed. Those on Zoom, Lord God, is zooming in to hear your word. Let your spirit be upon them and give them exactly what they need today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. Well, I'm going to ask a big question today. What month are we in? <laughs> Let me see if you are together, right? If you're in your Judeo-Christian roots, right? That's where we are. Don't forget that now. Don't be no, no wackos out there who say that God done with the Jews and is dealing with the church. The church and the Jews are together as one. One new man. God said, I'm going to bring the Jews and the Gentiles and make them one new man. Don't listen to them wackos out there saying that, you know, where with the Jews? Don't, don't, don't do that. If you, say that you, if you say that you need to put this Bible in a corner, all right, and say, I don't need this Bible because the Bible says they, they brought this to us. Listen to them wackos out there. I say wackos. <laughs> I should, Lord, I shouldn't call them that. Those heretics then. Uh, that's, that's a better word, right? Uh, but you know, this is the month of Av. This is the month that, as part of it, that the Jewish people, they went through the straight. They straight off Tammuz. Uh, I said straight off Tammuz. Now, you must understand what does this mean? This was a time when the, 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 the Jewish folks went through a whole lot of trouble. Every time around this year, things happened. This was a time when the first temple and the second temple was destroyed. Amen? Do you know that this was also the time when you had the, uh, the Holocaust started? Holocaust. <laughs> Holocaust. <laughs> You have to understand that the Word of God is pure. The Word of God is true. Everything that happens, right, happens for a reason. And you will, you will realize that God Almighty brought this Word, right, to the Jews first and also, come on, say, also to the Greek. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to thank God, my brother Emery for you know, stating all that information, right? I, I, I tell you one thing. This is an evangelist there. You can look at it. He goes around. Everybody should follow him. The way he goes around, he's always talking about our church, always sharing, always. And he does it in a subtle way. He don't go on the street corner and go and go, hey, you must love Jesus. Hey, come on. No, no, no. He he, t he goes right into their, their um, what they do. And they say, hey, you can use that. <laughs> I say, where? Oh, well, you know what? We got some loving people over here <laughs> that will want to use your talent. How many of God gives us talent, right, for the, for the body? It don't matter if you got it outside in a, in a university or what, you know, but some of you don't even know him. That's a Yale grad right there you're looking at. I see you look at him. Yes, he is. But you don't see him flaunting it and going all over the place. Right. I'm, 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 he's upset with me that I, that I exposed him this year. But I want to tell you that he is. And God has brought him around. How many know when God ready to use you, it don't matter how old you are, it don't matter where you are, he will, he will speak a word on you when you were 10 years old or 20 years old, and that word will take maybe 60 or 70 years to come to pass, but how many know it's going to come to pass? Whatever God spoke to you is going to come to pass. You better believe it. Because he's living in eternity. You're living in time. He's living in eternity. That's where we used to live. We, you, we, we are to live. We used to live there, but we just walk away from it, just like Adam and Eve did. 
and start living the natural. Come and say, God is the spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Come on, say this. Spirit, don't have a feeling. <laughs> oh, I'm going to step on a whole bunch of shoes over there, right? Spirit, don't have a feeling. He don't give you the shimmy jimmy. He don't give you the jerk. He don't give you... Spirit, spirit speaks with spirit. Spirit don't speak with flesh. Spirit don't activate the flesh. What happened is that the spirit comes on the inside of you and you get a vibration and it comes out to the flesh. And you're going to know today that don't put no trust in the flesh. I don't put no trust in this. I don't go by emotional feeling. When I'm praying, I don't, I don't, I don't expect the heavens to come down and, and I start shaking. I expect that God, what I believe what God's word says, pray and I will answer. That's what God's word says. If you pray, he said, pray without ceasing. That's one thing. He says, effectual. Come on, say effectual. Fervent. Prayer. Of a righteous man. Avail it much. Now the question is, are you a righteous man? Well, <laughs> are you a righteous man? That's the question. Because the only person that is righteous who came to this earth, Yeshua Amashiach, Jesus. <laughs> and the Bible says, he, he, Jesus, is my righteousness. He says, I am the righteousness, come on, quote it now. You are the righteousness in, in Christ Jesus. Come on, say, in Christ Jesus. So it's all about him, not about you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on what I left off last week. We're talking about yoke. Come on, yoke. And we put that picture up where you're yoked together with Jesus. Come on, say, I'm yoked together with Jesus. You're yoked together with Jesus. From, 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 um, you, you, you'll notice that the, 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 the disciples, the disciples was called, and we talked about how the disciples were called from, they weren't, they weren't um, big-time students. They weren't excellent students. They were not good in the rabbinical teachings. They were not rabbis, but we know they were not top-class students. But Jesus didn't go to the rabbinic schools or in the Talmudic schools. He didn't go there. He went where? To the fishermen. Come on, he went to you and me. Oh, God is looking for you and me. He's looking for ordinary people. Come on, say, he's not looking for the excellent folks. He's looking for ordinary people like you and I. He's looking for people who can say, I can't, I can't do it, Lord. I can't do it, Lord. Because, but if you, if you get yoked with me, if you yoke with me, I know I will follow you and you, will do, you and I will do it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see then Jesus called his people and they were yoked with him. And they followed him wherever he go. And the dust off his feet will keep flashing on them, you know. Jesus, you must understand, they didn't have paved roads like they have today. Those were dusty roads, sandy roads. And they'll be walking through the desert. Come on, say, walking through the desert. And sand will be flashing on and then, you know, when he is walking. And what would happen, they will know that you are a follower of a person when they see the dust on you. They will know where you went. That's how they knew where people went. The type of dust was on them. So a question I want to ask you, what type of dust are on you? Is it the dust of Jesus or dust of somebody else? Amen? So these disciples, for three and a half years, they followed Jesus. And Jesus taught them. Taught them real good. He taught them so good that, that literally the, the Pharisees who hated Jesus says, 
I don't know. They're not educated. They didn't get to Harvard. They didn't go to Yale. They didn't go to all these schools. But they look like somebody who have been with Jesus. Ah, that's what you want. You may not have the education. You may not have all that you need, all that the world say you must have. But if you have been with Jesus, people will recognize you. And they'll say, somehow, that woman, that man is different. You want to you join up with them. Well, I ain't having fun. I ain't having no fun. You think they're having fun, them folks out there. I know they're not. They think, oh, well, if I go and sip a little wine and sip and get in the crowd and, hey, get with the crowd. No, stop the foolishness. Come on, say, you need to stop it. Come on, say, I need to stop it. Ain't no joy out there. The only joy is joy in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. I got joy all 24-7. I got joy even when I was, I'm sleeping, I got joy. So Jesus led them and yoked with them, and for three and a half years, he taught them. He even, even, he even gave them power to destroy the works of the enemy, that they came back, from doing it, he sent them out in the 70s, sent them out, and when they sent them out, he came back, and they, they all came back and said, even the devil was subjected to us. <laughs> they were just using what he got. Come on, so they were using what he got. Jesus was imparting to them the anointing that was on Jesus fell on them, and they went out and did miracles. Come on, somebody help me here. I'm getting to, some, I'm getting to something because this anointing that was on Jesus came on them, and Jesus sent them out and gave them authority. Who gave them authority? He gave them authority. Notice it's, it didn't say that the Holy Ghost went with them. Did it say that? No. It said that they went out with the authority Jesus gave them. Hallelujah. And you saw what they did. They healed the sick. They did everything that people were looking at and saying, oh my God, these, these guys are acting just like Jesus. Come on, say, I need to act like Jesus. Hallelujah. But they got to work on me first. I'm going to work on me. You got to let Jesus be Lord of your life. Come on, say, let Jesus be Lord of your life. Let Jesus be Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is now the time, right, of Jesus now had gone to the cross, died on the cross. You know what happened to the disciples? They went all different ways. The only person was sitting, persons that was at the, at the cross was Mary, the woman, said, thank God for the woman. Oh, only, sister, only Sister Eloise know about that. Come on, say, all the ladies say, thank God for woman. Because some of you don't understand this. <laughs> you don't understand this. Women funded Jesus' ministry. Oh, some of you don't know that. Susanna. All these, uh, she, was, she was, I think she was the, was the wife of Aaron. These are some of the great people who are funding. You thought that Jesus was a little simple, little, oh, I want to be poor like Jesus. No, yes, I like to be poor like Jesus because he had so much money. That <laughs> how, how are you going to tell me that a man can say, let's take a boat and go over on the other side if you don't, ain't got money? Oh, well, that was Peter's boat. Cut the foolishness. Peter gave up all of that. <laughs> he gave up all of that to follow Jesus. So he didn't have any boat. But Jesus took a boat. And it was a good boat too. It had to be a good boat because you can't, if you don't have a good boat that you can sleep in the deck, the lower deck. In the lower deck of the boat is where the move, movement goes. And Jesus was sleeping down there. Come on, say, Jesus got money. Jesus got money. You know, I got to say this. 
got to say this for Stacey. God got to say this. How many know? How many know that you don't hear the news media talking bad about, what's the, what's the rich guy, Buffett? Buffett his name is? And, 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 uh, and, and, and Zuckerberg and all these guys. Oh, they got all the money. They're flying on jets. They're flying all here and going all there. And, and as soon as a preacher, as soon as a preacher starts flying their own jets and going to different places, oh, they're taking the people's money. And they think, hey, hey, hey. Uh, listen to me now. If, if I drive out here with a beautiful car, oh, them people going to look at Pastor Down and say, oh, my God. Ah, oh, them poor folks that he's taking all that money from. <laughs> Am I talking the truth? <laughs> And they can't start investigating. You pull, you pulling the IRS. You pulling all sort of people come and start investigating you. They don't believe God can bless you. He caused money to come out of a fish mouth. Will you tell me which folk here? Buffett had to work. If you look at him, you know that he's been working. Look at his face; you know he's been working. He looked real old. Look at this man. Buff is about his age. Look at the man walking over the place, looking young as ever. That is a blessing of God. See, Buffett, (laughs) and he's a multi-billionaire. I don't want to be like him. You want to be like him, that's your business. I, I, well, I would like to get his money to come bring it into the church, but I don't want to be like him. Amen? I'm saying this, all of that, to say this. We are the church of the living God. And there is a transfer. Let me give it exactly what God told me to tell you this morning. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Come on now. There is a transition. Come on, say transition. You know what a transition is? You transition, you move from some place to the next, to the next level, right? Amen? Or you could say, no, there's a translation. That means you're moving from one place to the other miraculously. Amen? That's what God is about to do to the church, to the church. He did it, he did it and he's doing it. And the same way that God don't change, God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whatever God does yesterday, he's going to do it the same way, maybe a different way, but he's going to do it, and you have to know him, and when, he, that when he's doing it, you walk in it. Some of you will see God work and start cursing it. <laughs> Suppose you see God just take me and start all of a sudden, you see me start rising up. You see me start rising and going up in the ceiling. You will say, hey, that boy does witchcraft. <laughs> I can't. Oh, he's doing witchcraft. Look at him flying up in the, in the ceiling. <laughs> but if you read your Bible, you'll know one thing, that the Bible says when the rapture takes place, we'll be flying. <laughs> and the Bible says when Philip was in uh, Samaria, the Bible says the Spirit of God translated him to the desert. To see, you know how far the desert was from Samaria? And this guy is driving in his chariot, and G- Jesus said, I got to get to him. I got to get to him. And the only way I can get to him, I got I to gotta zoom you up. What's his name? Philip. Zoom. And he's sitting beside the guy. And can you imagine you driving down the road, riding down the road, and here comes this guy sitting beside you. You say, oh! <laughs> but I'm going to say there's no fear in God. The Bible says he didn't say he was fearful. Stephen, get up beside him and say, what are you reading? He says, I'm reading the scriptures. I'm reading from Isaiah. He was wounded. He was broken. Oh, man. So what are you reading? Yeah, I was reading. Who is this man? And, 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 and Philip was able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to him. And what happened? He, the first thing he said, notice that the first thing he said, there is water. What does hinder me to be baptized? 
Some of you have made baptism look like something that is just, but how many know that baptism is spiritual? It may be physical to you, but it's spiritual. So what happened now, here comes, here comes now, Jesus is going to be a transition. Come and say, a transition. So how is he going to transition? Because for three years, he had 12 men that was yoked to him, that went out with him, went heaven with him, slept with him, eat with him. He, they did everything with him for 12 years. Some of you think that he was there living here, living there. Yes, Peter went and visited his wife, and here, but he was following Jesus 24-7. And what happened? He left. And you know what happened? Before he left, they were all over the place. One said, I'll go fishing. And a whole bunch of them said, well, I'll go fishing with you too. <laughs> because it's Jesus. I know he was powerful. He was a powerful man of God and everything like that. But, oh, he did. But they said, didn't you see him? Did he show his dead prince in your hand? Did you see all of that? Yes, till they still didn't believe. Isn't it true? But Jesus met with them one more time before he left to go to the Father. He gathered them together. And he said to them, I want you to go into Jerusalem. Come on, say, there's a transition. It's happening right now in my life because you're hearing this word. Amen. What happened is that he said, he said go into Jerusalem and tarry there for 10 days. And when you stay there for 10 days, what is going to happen? Something is going to happen to you. Come on, say something is going to happen. Come on, say this. I just feel like something good is about to happen to me today. That is going to transition me to a greater person, to be a better person, to be a loving person, to be a caring person. Something is about to move me. So Jesus said, you got to go to Jerusalem. Oh, and behold, I give you authority. I'm giving you authority before you go, but I want you to go to Jerusalem. I want you to go to Jerusalem. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Now I feel the Holy Ghost. It's bubbling on the inside of me. Hallelujah. So G, he said, I'm going. I am going. He said, I want you to go into Jerusalem. Because when I'm, I am going to the Father. I'm going to shift from here. When you see me go, you know I'm going to the Father. Uh, I'm going to go to the Father. And when I get to the Father, the Bible says, this Father shall send you somebody else. Come on, say somebody else. I'm sure the disciples were saying, I wonder what he's talking about. He said, this man just died on the cross, forsaken by God. You know he was forsaken by God because during the time when he was teaching his disciples, he said to them, I only do what I see my father do. But on the cross, this is what he cried out. Heloi, Heloi, Laba Shabbatah. My God, he didn't say, my father, my father, why are you forsaking me? He said, my God, my God, because at that time on the cross, God was not his father. He had forsaken him as a son for you and for me. How dare you reject Jesus? How dare you reject Jesus? He gave his all for you. He gave everything for you. Are you talking about, I wonder if I should serve him. You better serve him. That's why God, hey, God will put you in hell if you reject Jesus. It's not your sin that's going to put you in hell. 
Jesus Christ took care of it already. Is you rejecting Jesus? Oh, you're rejecting the power. You're not even rejecting me. I give the call. And you come. And you, 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 you get yoke with Jesus. But he said, I want you to know. I'm going to go to Jerusalem. And these disciples were afraid, was hiding. As a matter of fact, they were hiding from the Pharisees and the Sadducees and from the rulers of those days. They were hiding from them. But God says, I want you to go to Jerusalem. Because in Acts chapter 2, come on, say chapter 2. I'm glad he checked two because two is better than one. Come on, say, two is better than one. He said, actually, I'm going to check. He said, he said, Luke, when you write about the Holy Ghost coming, I want you to choose chapter two, the first part of my writing. I want you to write. And when... The day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly, come on, say suddenly. Oh, my God. There's a suddenly about to happen at 110 Walker Street. There's a move of God that's going to take place. I know you've been waiting for it for years and years. You've been hearing pastor talk about it. You wonder when it's going to happen. You wonder how it's going to happen. But I'm going to let you know that it's not my time. It's God's time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the Bible says they were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly, there came a what? Sound. Come on, say sound. You got, you're about to hear a sound. But it's not a sound that you want to hear. This sound is going to pull people in this church. Hey, he's going to give you a witness. He's going to make you a witness. So now, there's a sound from heaven. As a mighty, come on, say rushing wind. So let's put it down. Let's put it in perspective. There is a sound. Write it down. You ain't writing. Get your tablets of typing. There's a sound. Come on, there's a, first was a sound. Where did that sound came from? Heaven. Come on, say, I want a sound from heaven. I've been hearing sounds all over the place. I've been here in CNN and NBC and CNBC. Y'all who I don't know, I know that y'all watch that foolishness. Telling you all kind of rubbish. I'm not saying that you should hear the news. You should hear the news so that you can look at it and say, man, that was written in the Bible. <laughs> what they're saying is written in the Bible. That's why I, that's why I watch it. All right? I just flip what they say over to the Bible. And I got it. So what happened? You hear a sound, right? Then the next thing, the sound was a what? Rushing mighty wind. Come on, say rushing mighty wind. It was a whoosh, ha, a sound of a rushing mighty wind. And Bobby said, it what? What it did? It fell. Come on, say it fill all the place where they were sitting. Come on, say it was, it filled the atmosphere. It filled the whole atmosphere. One of these days, I know it to be true that the whole atmosphere at 110 Walker Street, every corner from the backyard to the front yard, every corner of this place, he's gonna be filled. The rushing mighty wind, he's gonna fill the place where there was sitting. But oh no, he didn't stop there. He didn't stop there. there. What happened? The Bible says there was a, they were sitting, and there came what? 
cloven tongues of what? Fire. And what it did, what it did? Did it sat upon Peter's head alone? It sat upon each of them. But the question I want to ask some of them folks who don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I know why you don't believe it. Because look at this now, right? Now, it said, it sat upon each of them, upon them where they were sitting. Yes. Now, the question is, right? Individually, it was the cloven tongue of fire sitting on Sister Pat's head. Now, can I see the cloven tongue of fire on my head? Come on, stop it, guys. Because folks says I can see it. <laughs> I only see what's on Sister Pat's head and on all y'all head. So everybody was looking as an individual. If I was there on that day, all I'm looking at, I'm seeing cloven tongues of fire and everybody said, and you wonder, is it on me? You only know it's on you when somebody tell you it's on you. If you have the Holy Ghost, people must tell you that the Holy Ghost is on you. Somebody go in and say, well, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm filled. Hey, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, St. Louis. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. How come I, how come I can't see it? How come I can't see the Holy Ghost on you? How come I'm looking and I can't see the Holy Ghost? But you said you're filled with the Holy Ghost. So when I read that, Brother Henry, I got down on my knees. That's why you see me preaching this way. I got on my knees. I said, I want a refilling. <laughs> yes. You know why I said that? Because not everybody looking at me and say that they see the Holy Ghost. Oh, pastor, you're the pastor of the church. How dare you saying that? <laughs> yeah, I need to be refilled. Come on, say, I need to be refilled. Okay, are you saying that the Spirit can... Well, the Bible said the Spirit is poured out. <laughs> the Spirit is always pouring out. But can you catch it in your spirit? When you have a whole bunch of holes. <laughs> you want me to tell you some holes that some of you have? When the Spirit comes on a Sunday morning, you get, you get fired up, and the next thing about it, I mean, hit, hit the end, end of the street, you ain't got no spirit no more. <laughs> right? You know, let me tell you some of the holes you have. Let me tell you what big one first. Unforgiveness. <laughs> oh I can't forgive him, bro. You know what he did to me. You know what he did to me, God. I can't forgive. I will never forget that man or that woman. God says, okay, I'll be pouring out. I, don't, I never stop pouring out. How many know God never stopped pouring out? But can you keep it? Let me tell you one. Anger. He said he's guilty of that one. <laughs> I wonder who was under your wrath. Oh, my God. Stop, stop. Shut up. Shut up. Next thing you know, Michael, jump on you. <laughs> no, he won't. I know you. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Is it? Anger. Hmm? Do you want more? Oh, he don't want no more. <laughs> because you can, you can fill in the rest. I don't know about you. I know about me. I can feel in the rest. <laughs> that is affecting, that's causing the, the, the oil of gladness, the oil of the spirit from coming out of me when it comes into me. Hallelujah. How many know being filled with the spirit is stopping those holes? You want to stop those holes? Say, God, fill me with the spirit. The disciples, glory to God, when the spirit came on them, what happened? They did more than Jesus did in three and a half years. You get this, Bible, Bible says, if, if what Jesus did, the Bible says, could be put in a book, there'll be volumes and volumes of book. But these guys, the Bible says, 
the gospel reached all over Asia. Do you know how big Asia was in that? Asia covered Africa, Asia covered uh, India, Asia covered all them areas. Do you know that Paul even went to Europe? Paul went up into Russia. <laughs> he went everywhere. And I said to God one day, I said, God, how did Paul travel all them distance? How many of God have airlines that he funded? And see, people don't know about that. They don't know about translation. You are about to sit in these last days. I guarantee you what? I hope to God it happens to me. I'm praying to God. I'll be sitting up there, and all of a sudden I just disappear. And, and you're going, I'm, I'm ready. Brother Sesson introduced me to preach, right? And, and you don't see me, right? You, or you think, you think I'm kidding. Right? You don't see me, but he introduced me. And then all of a sudden, like in a minute, I get right on the pulpit and I start preaching. And he said, where did the pastor go? And I said to you, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just coming from Zimbabwe, Africa. I was uh, ministering in a church. Over, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Oh, now I feel the Holy Ghost. It's bubbling on the inside of me. And he just, I just preach, and a uh, um, hundred people got healed. Uh, like four hundred people got, got filled with the Holy Ghost. A lot of people got healed, and all that stuff. And and everybody looking at me and going, "Oh, pastor's getting crazy." <laughs> <laughs> He's going wacko until now the secretary start getting calls on the phone. You better get them phone lines up and running. Getting calls and texts on the phone and says, hey, do you know, you tell pastor that, I, that what, what happened is that, is that he preached and what happened is that I was the one who got healed. I said, where you calling from, ma'am? I'm calling from Zimbabwe. He wasn't in Zimbabwe. <laughs> well, he said he was. That's what's going to happen to you. Come on, it's going to happen to me. Just get in, the, get in the will of God. Be an evangelist. If you ain't doing nothing for God, God can't use you. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> if you're not doing anything for God, God don't want to use you. As a matter of fact, what he'll do is put you, set you on fire first. The Bible says that Jesus was baptized with what? The Holy Ghost. We didn't stop there. You say you just stop there. And fire. I said to God, what is the fire? When fire is on you, do you stand still? If I get me a matches now, no, and I just light his shirt on fire. Would Brother Stacy just sit down there and go, oh, fire's burning. Hey, look at the fire. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> he be running and jumping all over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what God wants to get you on fire for God. Uh, to get you out there and setting people on fire. Everywhere you go is on fire. Everywhere you go. Everywhere they went was on fire. I got to stop here. But, but I'm telling you, I want to get you so fired up. I want you to get you so fired up. That everywhere you go, people pass by you. And when they pass by you, it's like, you know, he's on the street and I pass by him. And I'm walking, on, walking past him. And he runs behind me and goes, hey, 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 hey. What, what did you do to me? I said, what are you talking about? And as soon as you passed by me, I had a feet. My feet was killing me. It was paining me so bad I could only, you saw me jump. But as soon as you pass me, I feel the power shot through that foot. I know what you got. Hey! Then you can say to him, I got the fire of the Holy Ghost. 
and I just set you on fire. Do you know that guy's not, he's not going to argue with you. I guarantee you he's not going to say, well, that, could, that couldn't be God. He knew it's God. <laughs> that's, what, that's, how we should, that's how we should move in these last days. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to be refilled with the Holy Ghost? You got to spend some time with him. I've been spending time with God lately. I don't, I don't know about you, but I've been praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on, say, I can't be afraid. Some folks are afraid of tongues. Listen, I know and I hear and I read about some of these same preachers that you see on television telling you that tongues is not for today. And them same preachers, when you get them in, in a room by themselves, talking to them, they'll tell you, you think I could preach like that if I didn't pray in tongues? I... Let me tell you something. Why is it that the devil fight tongues more than anything else in the Bible? How many, when you got saved, when you got saved, it was by faith? How many? Come on. When you got saved, what? It was by? How did you got saved? Yo, you got saved. You believe in your? And you confess with your? Come on, say it again. Continue catching. You believe in your? And you confess with your? Let's say it again. <laughs> Until you get it. You believe in your? And you confess with your? Who you confess? The Lord Jesus. Oh, God, I feel it. Uh, uh, you believe in your heart and you confess with your the Lord Jesus. And you, thou shalt be saved. You were saved. Nobody could tell you that you're not saved. Then why is it you don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost? It's the same way. You believe in your heart. And they confess with your mouth. What, what, what comes out? Tongues. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is different. With Jesus, Je who, you see, you must know who is baptizing you. You see, when you were being baptized into the body of Christ, who was the baptizer? Jesus. You know that. When you were baptized in water, who was the baptizer? Pastor Don. <laughs> Oh, whoever baptized you? Oh, y'all catch it. <laughs> yeah, y'all okay. Yeah. So how you, when you are baptizing in the Holy Ghost, what happens? The Holy Ghost baptizes you. Different situation. So you must understand this. You have to understand this. Every situation brings a different expression. Amen. When you were baptized in water, what did you do when you were baptized in water? You held your breath and you start going. <laughs> is, it, is that what you did? Huh? Amen? <laughs> when you were baptized, when Jesus baptized you, what happened? All the weight came off. You know you were saved. Amen? That's a different expression. Amen? You believe God's word and it happened. So when you baptize in the Holy Ghost, something got to happen. Jesus said tongues. Come on, say tongues of fire. Came upon him. Come on, say tongues of fire. Came upon each of them. And they began. Who began? Oh. Well, the Holy Ghost is going to take my tongue and start flapping. Come on. Come on. Holy Ghost. They began. I remember when I was getting filled with the Holy Ghost, I was kneeling on right in the prayer room, right? And, and, and the guy over me just says, he said, he, he said, just, 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 just believe God. Just, and I'm saying, man, I've been believing God for two, we were in here for about three hours. 
I've been believing God for three hours for these tongues to come on me. And it, it, then the guy said to me, why don't you say what the Holy Ghost is saying? I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, don't say what the Holy Ghost is saying. So, listen to him and say what he's saying. You say what he's saying. See, I was waiting for the Holy Ghost to start doing it. Come on. Ever you, you, I know some of you waiting on the Holy Ghost to start doing it. But I don't have to wait on the Holy Ghost to start doing it. Greater is he. You see the transition. I'm going to, I'm handing now. I'm getting to the transition. The transition is found in Colossians. Let me find it. Somebody find that for me. Colossians chapter 1. Come on, say Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. What does that say? Let's go from 25 to 27. He says, Wherefore, I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you, to fill Fulfill the word of God, even the mystery. Come on, it's a mystery. The Holy Ghost is a mystery. Come on, it's a mystery. Come on, it's a mystery. Mark that word mystery. Even what? It says, even the mystery which had been hid from who? Ages and from generations. How many generations had passed? Right? As a matter of fact, it said 14 generations. To Jesus, right? But now it's made manifest to who? To you. To, come and say, to me. To the saints. Whom God would take, make known what is the riches of the glory of what? This mystery among the Gentiles. What is this mystery? You find it? You better mark the scripture down because this is a scripture that Paul gave to the Colossians. Christian. You need, that is you. It says... He says, what is the mystery? Among who? Who did he give this mystery to? Who did he give this mystery to? Come on, say it, let me hear it. Me, come, I want to hear me. Who did he give this mystery to? It's me. Because when he gave it to the apostles, the apostles did not take it all over the world. When he gave it to the apostles, the apostles said it's only for the Jews. And they were preaching it to the Jews. God had to shake up Peter and bring down some pork and some swine meat from heaven, drop it on everything and say, Arise, Peter, kill it, eat. Come on, say the mystery. Among the what? The Gentiles. Which is what it is? Christ in me, the hope of glory. <laughs> what is the mystery? Christ in me, the hope of glory. Which is Christ in me, the hope of glory. Come on, say the hope of glory. Christ, I believe it gave out the real meaning is. Christ in me, revealing to me the power of the Holy Ghost. Because he told you that was going to happen. He said, he that believeth on me, out of his His belly, not this belly, no. <laughs> His belly got food in it and all kind of organs in it. <laughs> out of his belly, out of your innermost being, out of the deepest recesses of your heart, out of there shall flow one river. Rivers of what? Living water. You know, when rivers come together, what happens? If I have one river flowing this way, and one flowing this way, and one flowing this way, and one flowing this way, when they come together, what happens? Huh? You get a big old sound. What is this? That's why you don't understand it. Because <laughs> when the sound comes, all you hear is, Holy, all you hear. No, no, you hear. 
The war is coming. It's gushing out of us. He almost speaking. I'm, I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. That's why you can't recognize it. Only God can. Because it's from God. Ah, that sounds like gibberish to you. It's none of your business. You can't understand it because you're not God. I'm glad about that. <laughs> I'm glad it's only God hearing me. Because if I start praying like this, and you with your envy yourself wouldn't give me what I should get. I ain't going to give him no... Let me see this. Let me call him a Mercedes-Benz. I'm not going to give him that because I drive a Jeep. <laughs> but God says, out of your belly. How many of us? That's why God's praying in the Holy Ghost. Because you're praying for me, and the things you're praying for me, you wouldn't pray if you were praying it in the English. Because you may be praying in English. You may be praying that God will bless me with something. And God don't want to bless me with that. Because God knows if you bless me with that, I'm going to mess up. So God says, I want you to pray that our anger spirit will subside. So God said, pray in the Holy Ghost. Because you know what? You don't know what to pray for. But the spirit give it utterance with groanings that cannot be uttered. Because you don't know what to pray for. So because you don't know what to pray for, what you do? Huh? You just pray. And out of your belly for gushing rivers of living water. Come on, say living water. Oh, living water, always living water. Come on, church. 